Hello and welcome to Two Broads and a Bottle of Wine. I'm Kelly. And I'm Leslie. Kelly and I have been friends for well over a decade, and it all started when we met in the belly dance community. We've traveled together, danced together, and helped each other through the highs and lows of life. In this season, we're unpacking our experiences around the community in which we met. So sit back, pour yourself a glass, and join in the journey. Hey, before we get started, we wanted to note a few things. We are publicly unpacking to help others do the same, see the dirty laundry, and see the process. We are here to uplift women and all people. We are not here to belittle or degrade how someone, specifically another woman, behaved or the choices they have made in the past. Understand we are all at different places of unpacking. So come where you are. We ask you to take the discussion as a casual convo over drinks with a friend. You may not like all you hear and you may become uncomfortable. Just take care of yourself. And if it becomes too much, just stop the podcast and walk away. We're looking to start the conversations, not the fights. And finally, we use some adult language in this podcast. So you might want to use headphones. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am Kelly. And I'm Leslie. What are we going to peel back today, Kelly? Well, several things, but at the top is the overarching is self-image. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, so we've got several things. It's it's self-image, it's perfectionism, body positivity, social Ooh, media. Face. Social yeah. media, fun stuff. Yeah, so we're going to be weaving a huge web today. And um, so... You know, if we end up meandering a little bit, we apologize, but it's how we roll. Yeah, it's, it's pretty massive. So I'm, I don't know. Let's start with self-image because that's yeah. the overarching topic. So I like it. Defining self-image. Self-image is how you see yourself. <laughs> wow. Under definition. See definition. No, I'm kidding. No, it's totally true. It's true. <laughs> I- <laughs> well, I, well, and I it's think true. Yeah, and I well, and what's complicated about self-image is that you know it's like it's how you see yourself in your yeah. mind's eye, you know, and right. so that means right. to me that it's mutable, like it changes all right. the time. Oh, totally, totally. That's why I always trouble with those quizzes you take, you know, and like one day you take it and you're this way, and the next mm-hmm. day you're gonna be different because you change, like how you see yourself and other things around you. Yeah, it's growth, and it but. and it. And it depends on, you know, what's going on yep. in your life. Yep. It just, it ebbs and flows. And, totally, totally. You know, so one day you may have poor self-image. The yep. next day you might have, you know, may just be accepting of yourself. The next may- day yep. you might be like, yeah, I'm totally feeling myself. I look awesome exactly. in this outfit. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And we're humans and that's okay. That's like what life's about is cycles. So, yeah. You know. And, you know, it's the, it's that age old philosophical question of, you know, who am I? Yeah, right. Am I who I think I am? Or am right. I the how I see myself through the societal constructs that I've been given? Well, hello. Yeah, there's lots to unpack. Yeah. yeah so why why do we pick self-image with belly dance? I mean, I think it's a big topic, right? Like that's kind of where belly yeah. dance is about your self-image, right? It's how you sell yourself. You're an artist. Yeah. So it's how you sell to others, but also I think that's impacted by how you see yourself. Yeah. There you go. And it's also like if you're a performer. Yeah. You know, who are you? Who are you on stage? I know. Right. How is that? Like when you're backstage, I always love those moments when you're backstage and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, look, they're getting into character. That's always fun. It's like 
be authentic, be your true self on the stage. Wait a minute. I got to get into character. We all do it though. Yeah. It's just getting your mind around it. Oh, totally. I I can't help but think of um, Gestalt, which is a, which is, you know, it's a a psychotherapy uh, theory uh, by Fritz Perl. You know, the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So your performer part is just an aspect of the greater whole. Totally. But what does all of that mean? I know, right? And, And how do you, you know, and how do you, how do you get to that? So should we like, should we, should we move to perfectionism and how that impacts our self-image? Like yeah. try to, yeah. Cause we um, got so many pieces we want to. I think I, I had a definition yeah. of perfectionism. Let me, let's, let's hear it. Let me find pull it. that out. You can pull can, it out. If I can Kelly find pulled it. it out. Okay. So this actually comes from, this actually comes from an article from Psychology Today. Nice. And, you know, this will be a show notes thing so we can give credit to it and also so you can just look it up. But it. this is what it has to say. Quote, perfectionism is a trait that makes life an endless report card on accomplishments or looks. When healthy, it can be self-motivating and drive you to overcome adversity and achieve success. When unhealthy, it can be a fast and enduring track to unhappiness. What makes extreme perfectionism so toxic is that while those in its grip desire success, they are most focused on avoiding failure, resulting in negative orientation. They don't believe in unconditional love, expecting affection and approval to be dependent on flawless performance. Ooh. Ooh. You'll only love me if I'm this weight. You'll only love me. Well, totally, right? If I look and, like this. Or if I just take this one more certification. I'm being funny. We're going back to episode one. But yes, it right? Will, I mean, but, it, it all peels. Yeah, but I mean, it, it. you know, if I just do this one other thing, I'll be, yep. I'll be yep. good enough. If I'll I be lose perfect 10 more enough. pounds, I'll be happy. Oh, don't even get me started on the 10 more pounds. <laughs> What's interesting, though, about this definition, and you and I talked about this already, right, is the when healthy. And I'm like, is it ever really healthy? Yeah. To seek perf- I mean, I don't know. Like, you and I were talking through that. It's like, because I don't think you can ever attain it, right? So it's kind of yeah. never satisfying. So why reach? I, I get healthy like Mm -hmm. striving right but yeah I don't know it's tough yeah tough tough. yeah when I when I saw that I was just like I kind of have a problem with that like I know I don't think there's anything wrong with uh you know having healthy goals right and And such yeah totally that makes that makes sense but I think it, yeah. it seems to be that real slippery slope between like you're walking yeah. the razor's edge totally. between totally. toxic and okay. And what does that mean? And I think you and I had several things that we yeah. wanted. You and I had several we things that we wanted in our own way. Yeah. yeah we totally. dealt with it in our own way. So yeah. um, you had mentioned the, if it's just 10 more pounds, <laughs> Okay. Was that a was that a cue for you? That was probably a cue for <laughs> Did me. Did I trigger you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, uh, so one of the things we were going to do was we were kind of going to 
give a personal story because, you know, the theme of this podcast is that we're giving our perspectives, but our journeys and our journeys and trying to understand the larger whole. We are not experts. (laughs) No, God, no. Um, Because we don't believe in perfect. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so one of the things like in being a performer, you know, I want to be in tip top shape. I want to look good. I want to look good on the stage. Who doesn't who doesn't want that for themselves? Um, But it became very toxic for me because I started to push my body way too hard, way too hard. And in what was it? I believe it was 2018, actually tail end of 2017, 2018. My body broke. (laughs) And I I, that. Yeah. And I basically had to, I had to sit out for a year. Yep while I got better. Mm-hmm. And I'm very lucky in the fact that I have a job that has health insurance. I'm very lucky in the fact that I finally found a doctor that listened to me because actually one of the th- one of the things that kind of sucks about this, and this is a larger issue that I'm sure we'll talk about eventually one day before yes yeah is that I had been suffering with something for nine years and you know I had gotten a little help here a little help there but with pushing my body to the limit my body finally was just because I it's an autoimmune issue I'm not going to bore anybody with the details of it but it pushed to the limit and I finally, my body just broke. And I was lucky enough that I had a, I finally found a female doctor that listened to me and was like, I know exactly what this is. And I'm actually going to send you to a naturopath and, and you're going to work with the, we're all going to work together to. Yeah. You're lucky you found that though. I mean, can you imagine like if you hadn't, you yeah. Just spend- well, and I'm also lucky too in the fact that like I I have discretionary funds because one right. of the blood tests that I needed, right. my insurance oh, yeah. company refused to pay for. Right. So right. I was lucky enough that I was just like, fine, 150 bucks. Like, just figure yeah. out what the hell is wrong with me. Yep. Exactly. And I was lucky in the exactly. fact that that test, I was able to go, oh, that's what right. it is. Right. And I'm lucky enough that. I take, I mean, I take several supplements every day just right. to keep my body in balance. Yep. And, you know, I have the ability to do that. But right. because I was striving for what in my mind yep. was quote unquote perfect for me, like it was not going, I was not going to be satisfied yep. until, until, and it, it broke me. And then I didn't yep. dance for a year. That's what happens though, right? It'll either hurt you or like my, thanks for sharing Kelly, by the way, I should say that first. (laughs) Thanks for sharing your story Um, (laughs) because it can also stop you from doing stuff, which is what my relationship with perfection has been because Mm -hmm. I have found, I put myself in the nice category of an only child. And there's a lot of us out there that are what happens with only children very often is they are striving continually because they are grown up to be the perfect child. They're the only one. So 
what ends up happening, and there's studies around this, that a lot of only children become, they get, uh, what's that called? Fear of, the fear of failure, right? Mm -hmm. Because perfect can't be done stops them from doing anything. So I'm not going to do this because I can't do it perfect. So I just won't do it. And so you become a procrastinator. And so you, you start oh. thinking like, well, I'm just a procrastinator. It's like, no, actually you're not doing it because it's a fear of not doing it perfect. And it's interesting. Like I actually had this epiphany just two days ago. Like I was on a final class for my accessible yoga and they were talking about getting, getting out there, getting your classes going, getting your social media going, doing all these things. And I was like, my flipping goodness, I finished this over a year ago and I've done nothing. And I shouldn't say I haven't done nothing. Again, there's that perfection, all mm -hmm. or nothing. It's binary that way. But I was like, I could have been doing certain things and I've just been like not doing it because it takes, I need it to be just so. And during the class, we were talking about getting websites together and all these things. And she kept saying, which was amazingly funny. Now you can still just do this. And then come back and do this. And what's amazing is my job, my day job, that's what I'm telling people all the time is we're going to iterate, do it, fail, do it again, mm -hmm. learn from your mistake. And we want, yet I couldn't apply that to myself. So this huge epiphany hit me this week where it's like, okay, I got to do my shit, you know? So here it is, you know, I've got mm -hmm. a week off coming up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start getting my shit together and it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm just going to get stuff out, promising to do one thing a day, right? Commitment for myself, right? So that's kind of where perfection can get you is it can, the fear of not getting there can stop you from ever doing anything that you might actually do okay, really well, or just fine. It doesn't yeah. matter. So it's, it was interesting. That's kind of my recent perfect story. And I realized I do that in a lot of capacity. And it's so contrary to my day job because my day job is rah, 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 you yeah. can do. And yet in my personal life, I couldn't apply it. So I'm, I'm now trying to apply my day job to my personal life, but yeah. So it's, it's weird how that can impact you. But. Yeah. Well, and thank you for sharing that. And hey, anytime. <laughs> and, and everything you said is so relatable, because I have done that myself where right. it's just like, well, I don't want to do it because I might right. fail at it or I won't be right. able to do it as perfect as other people. And right. even when I start to do the thing, yeah, I will yep. still have a great deal of anxiety because it's still right. not perfect. <laughs> it's so still it's not funny, perfect. Right? Perfect. It's interesting in both our stories. There's either the extreme doing or mm -hmm. the extreme not doing. So how interesting is that? There's nothing in the middle. It's that yeah. binary situation of do or don't do. Like, come on, Yoda. Like, get Yoda yourself, right? Like, <laughs> try. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, like, yeah. So my thing I try to do, like trying to kind of summarize perfect for myself and something I catch people doing and it actually is starting to irritate me is I've stopped using the word perfect. Yep. It's like when you and I were picking up a time and you're like, Hey, why don't we do la 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 la. And I would normally go perfect. And mm -hmm. it's like, Nope, I'm just going to give a thumbs up or I'm going to say, that's great. You know, or that's good. Um, mm -hmm. I hear people do it in classes, right? When you're teaching and it's our go-to. You know, you see somebody struggling and they finally get it. You go, that's perfect. That's perfect. You've got it. And it's just like, oh, like, so I'm trying to yeah. feel that back, you know, and just like, don't say it. Don't say it. 
Just yeah. don't say it. Making it a four letter word for myself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But whatever. Well, and one of the things that, well, and I mean, just, just, and mm-hmm. what am I trying to say here? Words mean things. <laughs> oh, they do. They have power. <laughs> they have a lot of power. Yeah. And, and also too, our, our thought process yeah. behind that stuff has a lot of power. I mean, one of the things, yeah. I mean, my, my degree is in yeah. counseling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I always joke that like counselors, we're the most messed up people in the room. Huh? But, <laughs> but, I'm not um, saying anything. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that is preached is yeah. when you're working with people, you yeah. meet them where you're, you meet them where they're at. Where they exactly. Exactly. And it's like you were saying with your work, you know, yeah. I have this yep. for everybody else, but I couldn't give it to myself. It's kind of the same. Exactly. I, I relate to yeah. that where it's just like, yeah. so one of the things that I have been doing and has really been helping me, especially if I'm having like a lot of anxiety about something is right. that I'm just like, Hey, here's an idea. Why don't I meet myself where I'm at today? Exactly. (laughs) Right. I know. And it's like people, it's funny at work. People think, Oh, Leslie's so nice. She's so good to people. She's so together. And it's like, if you could only be in my mind, how shitty I am to myself, I'm so nice to you and so shitty to myself. (laughs) So it's, it's where it is, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's relatable too. I (laughs) I know. Well, and perfectionism also can be perceived on dun, dun, dun. Social media. Should we move into social oh, media? Oh yeah, let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about social media. Let's talk about it. It's a good thing. I mean, there's positive. Oh, yeah. There truly is. I mean, it's a way for me to see people I don't get to see regularly. I can stalk people that I find <laughs> interesting. Right? Yeah. Um, Instagram is so good for that. It is. I, exactly. It's that quick visual thing. Like I do appreciate what it's there for. It's just where it's gone to maybe is kind of. Social media is curated. Yes. Oh yeah. Social media Correct. is curated. Yep. You know, yep. and, and that makes sense. If you've got a business, if yep. you are trying to, if you are the product As that you're trying to sell yourself, yep, if you're exactly. selling yourself, yep. you need to Mm-hmm. You need to do the thing, and that and yep. that's fine. There's nothing, yep. there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. What you got to do? <clears throat> but, but there is a dark side to it, and I wanted. Again, I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Well, you. Yeah, I'll let you talk about it. But I know you were going to talk about your social dilemma show. I have not yeah. watched. I'm kind of afraid to. I'll be it's honest. really it was really good. Um, so by the time this comes out, this yeah. documentary that's on Netflix will have been out for a couple of months. So hopefully a lot of people will have seen it and will know what I'm right. talking about. But on Netflix, they did an original documentary called The Social Dilemma. And it's all about social media and how we are manipulated by social media. And I wanted to make note of some of the statistics that um it was Dr. John uh, Hade, and this was the information. This is studies from 2011 to 2013. So the number of teenage girls who harmed themselves per one per a hundred thousand, yep, um, were stable until yep. 2010 2011. 
Then it started going up. 62% of older teens saw an increase of harming themselves. Sheepers. And preteen girls, it um, went up 189%. Yep. So it tripled. And they, they have seen the same pattern with suicide. So older teen girls, um, 70% of preteen girls yep. um, are up 151%. And... 1996 uh, kids got on social media that were in middle school and what they're finding with these kids is that they're more anxious they're more depressed they're less likely to take risks yep and they you know they're they're least likely to want to get a driver's license and be in romantic involvements Hmm. and a, a lot of it has to do with the curation of social media like and and the filters there's like this thing where teens are like I want you to make me look like this filter yeah (laughs) and it's just like I don't know I mean I don't know if you can do that with surgery but it's disturbing to me could you get a filter I mean especially with that filter with the dog nose and tongue (laughs) yes like I know what you mean those filters make you look like your eyes are all doughy and yeah Yeah. And so, I mean, the point of saying all of this is that and and they were specifically talking about preteen and older teen girls that them harming themselves, their suicide rates have gone up. And then just teens in general are having a hard time taking risks, which is interesting to me because the whole thing from a developmental point of view. Right. Teens. The reason they can be jerks is because yeah. their right. frontal lobes are trying to develop. And yeah. one of the ways the frontal lobes develop is to push boundaries. Take risk. Yeah, exactly. And take risks. So that, when I heard that, I was like, that concerns me <laughs> because... What are we going to have in the future? Yeah, yep. what are we going to have in the future? Yep. You know? Yep. So, yeah. One of the problems with social media. And then, like... So it's curated. So getting back to what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's it's giving you an unrealistic viewpoint. Right. Of right. life. Well, I think I've been processing this a lot, thinking about that, you know, the curation. And even when you think you're showing an uncurated view, right, where people say, I'm going to go on a vulnerability tour and I'm going to show you me vulnerable you vulnerable is still a exposed to somebody who may not be where they are. And so it still could like, it's just this level of, yeah, this may not be, you know, your sense of beautiful, beautiful, but for somebody else, it really is. So it sets these weird standards of you're telling somebody like, this isn't good, but that actually might be where they are. So it's this, yeah, people don't mean to do harm. Your intention is like to try and show that you aren't perfect. You Mm -hmm. aren't this this world isn't so great for you either, but there are people who have worse situations. So then it makes them, I don't know. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, Yeah, I totally see. I totally see where (sighs) you're going with that. And then, and then it kind of goes back to the, well, that person that's doing that, we have to meet them where they're at because. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't know that, like you're putting it out there because it's un it's available to the world. And so it's like, you have to be really careful about, Mm -hmm 
you know, I've caught myself do that too, where I'll be like, oh, this is a video of me and I really sucked, you know, and it's yeah. just like people are like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And I know sometimes they're saying that, I mean, they're just saying that to make me feel better. And I, it's okay. I put it out there as junk, right? But somebody could be legit but like, oh my God, I just wish I could be there. You know, and I'm saying yeah. that this is junk. So yeah, I think you have to be careful. Like, I don't know. You can't predict what, how somebody else perceives it because you don't yeah. know their perception. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think you have to be very honest and try to do no harm, but know that no matter what you're doing, you probably might be. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I ugh. and social media is not a good place to have discussions oh, either. No. no, because yeah, just nasty. Like, I yeah. can't even. And then that makes people afraid to put anything out there then too, which then really bothers me because if I'm trying to stay connected with somebody and mm -hmm. know truly how they feel, like maybe somebody I'm inspired by stops doing that. It's just because they get, you know, trolled or attacked or whatever. It's tough. I mean, I yeah. don't know. But then yeah. you don't want hate speech out there either, right? So it's just it's like, ugh. Yeah, man. it's... It's very diff it's very difficult to navigate. It can get very toxic very quick. Yeah. And it's you know, the the medium itself is not yeah. I just if you want like really deep discussion, it's not the medium yeah. for it largely because no. you can't see facial expression, you can't hear no. inflection in voice, no. you can't no. see pan gestures. No. No. I mean, I'm on video right now with you yeah. and you can see my yeah. hands failing about each other. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, people are going to listen to this podcast, but at least they can hear the inflection in my voice. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And it is. It's so it. Yeah. it and then it it's goes flat. back and then I can see it going back to perfectionism of like, I'm not going to say anything because I'm because paralyzed. It's not perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's weird. And it's interesting is just a quick story is here in Canada, there is the minister she used to be the minister of the environment now she's the minister of infrastructure i want to say and she's a white blonde woman who continually gets called a cunt she gets her offices get attacked by people all the time they troll her they stalk her or they just honestly go totally after her all the time and and it's because she's a woman and she's been talking about how we need to get so she, this is going to be a weird kind of connection. But for whatever reason, the other day, I heard her being interviewed because she had a recent situation happen again. And she was like, well, I just wish we'd get better at social media. We need to keep them accountable. And I'm like, my problem, I get what she's saying, but the problem is bigger than social media. So I think the tricky part is social media is in the middle of this mess of people. Yes. You know what I mean? And so knowing that we have to be very careful what we put out there because it can feed the wrong, the, the problem that's out there that you can't see that's out there. Again, intent versus harm kind of thing. So yeah. it was just, it was interesting. It happened like this week and I was just like, weird how she's blaming Facebook for this. Like I know where she's going mm -hmm. with it. I, it's hard. How do you make Facebook accountable? I'm not saying they shouldn't be. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. But there's a bigger problem, right? That's like the band, putting a bandaid on top of like a big knife wound. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. You know, there's a bigger problem here. So I think you have to be mindful when you're on social media, like where people are, but also what other problems are out there that people are dealing with or that, I don't know, might be festering underneath the underbelly. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, I think at the end of the day, and, and this just goes for whatever sphere you're moving in life. Yeah. Yeah. Space. <laughs> 
Yeah, no kidding, right? We got we gotta we gotta give ourselves space. We also gotta give other people space. Yes, yes, agreed. You know, agreed. So, something I've done on social media, I shared that with you back when the whole George Floyd thing mm-hmm. happened in May. Um, there was this big kind of push to amplify voices and different voices mm-hmm. and stuff. And the one thing that I did that was actually very positive for me was I started muting or unfollowing a lot of people mm-hmm. and then following and listening to and then continuing that track down different voices. And it's been interesting because so point being that how have I tried to manage my social media was unmuting the voices that I thought were just, I mean, it's my choice. I yeah. can control that. Dink, you're, you're muted. Um, and so I don't have to hear from them. Like I just kind of let it be and, and I can go find them if I need to, you know, that kind of thing. But I have yeah. become really, uh, my feed now is a lot different. And I think you have to take control of your own feed and really think about, you know, what, what, what feeds your feed, yeah. you know? Well, I took your advice on that. Ooh. It's, it's, it's a way more enjoyable experience. Isn't it though? I know. I told you like, so the joke I'll share with everybody is I started following more, uh, BIPOC. I also fo- started following more um, LGBTQ people. All these mm-hmm. kinds of things started changing. And I think it was two months later, I started getting Facebook and social media ads towards me were thinking that I was a Black transgender woman, which I thought, oh, well, good. I've really bucked the <laughs> algorithm now, which is <laughs> kind of fun, you know? And so it's kind of been nice to be able to, mm-hmm. it's a way more positive feed too. Yeah. So that's a whole other conversation. But um yeah it's it's interesting and i i recommend it often to people so well and i think another thing too is and i i have a hard time with this i will be completely transparent and the uh the mindless scroll or the doom scroll oh yeah yeah i'm so guilty of it i am so guilty of it and i have found though when i have forced myself like when, when i am just like all right, I am putting my phone in a drawer. Yeah. And I'm just going to limit myself. Yep. I, you know, I check in with my, you know, like, because I did that for like a week where I was, I yep. was really watching my screen time. Nice. Really watching it. And yep. I was just like, wow. I n- noticed that like in my body, I just felt better. Well, and what's funny is when you hear about, when you and I talk about stuff like maybe I missed or you missed on social media, you know, like when you and I talk and be like, hey, yeah. did you hear about this? And I'll be like, what? Or other way around. Yeah. It's kind of comical because I don't even have a reaction to it. It's just like, oh, like it's not a yeah. positive or negative. It's just a neutral like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like those shit happened. But um, there is an, I have not looked into this, but there are apps out there. I know they've been talking about two apps to hand, manage your apps yeah. that will actually not allow you to open that stuff. Yeah, periods of the day, you know, and so I've toyed with that idea, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not worried right now, but yeah, I know there are some apps that like there's a timer, like you get a hundred, like you get 120 minutes of Facebook a day or a week or whatever you want to set it to. Oh my god, a day. Oh my god, that's two (laughs) hours of Facebook. Oh my god, that would be way too much. I know. I don't know. It's cray cray. But so, should we go into my should we go into my favorite topic of all time? Yeah, let's go into body <laughs> positivity. To, uh, just so folks know, listening, like Kelly and I had to talk about this one offline because I was getting I was having triggering moments during this conversation. So hopefully I won't go off today. I'm sorry. But you so know what? Like, if you do, 
That's fine. I'm going to own it. And it's not that positive. I can't even say it. Body positivity is a bad thing. It's just kind of, again, your intention is good. It's what actually comes out of it. It starts to get really messy. But yeah. All right. You, Miss Virgo, have a definition for us of body positivity that we maybe want to hear? How do you like that? A cute job, Cal. Let me <laughs> like, see. <I> <laughs> Oh, and I can't get the link to open. Oh, that's a bummer. Do you want me to do it for you? Sure. You can it. do this one. <laughs> I'll do. I'm going to be Kelly. All right. So the body, po- I can't say the word. Body positivity is a social movement initially created to empower and shed light on marginalized bodies not shown in the media, whilst challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body. The movement advocates the acceptance of all bodies, regardless of physical physical ability, size, gender, race, or appearance. However, emphasis is placed on individuals who are older, non-white, plus size, non-cis, or have a physical disability to have their voices heard in the mainstream media. And that was Wikipedia, by the way. Just going to put that out there. Thank you for reading the definition. Hey, no problemo. Now, where do you go with that? Yeah. It is a positive movement. I don't think it's a pot. I don't think it's negative. That's for I, don't, sure. I don't think it's negative either. One of the things that I found in my exploration of it, and, and this was like looking online, also just seeing about how I feel. And this is kind of a spoiler for next episode. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like it seems like when capitalism and consumerism oh. get a hold on things, Dear it God. just goes to shit. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You mean body positivity is now consumed by capitalism and consumerism? Say it isn't so. No. I know. Yeah, and I know. It, it seems Brutal. like once that starts to happen, voices that are trying to be elevated get silenced. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And yep. to me, that's the shitty thing. Like when we talk about body positivity, yeah. you know, it, it's a it's a good thing. Totally. But then, you know, when it starts to become a marketing strategy, the some of the good stuff starts to fall away. It's also, yeah. too, the perspective on it. And uh, you and I had talked about, like, the like the whole, like, show your belly thing. Feel yeah, good right. about your belly. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not for, I mean, and this could Where be for are. a thin person, a fat person. It doesn't matter. I know. Nope. Nope. Maybe somebody had a mastectomy. Is that the word? Did I say that right? Mastectomy? Mastectomy. I knew I was going to say it wrong. At least I didn't say mastectomy. That could have been even weirder. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not. It's meant to meet people where they are. But I think particularly I've lived in, I've had all sizes of bodies. I've been super ass skinny and I've not been super ass skinny, which is kind of where I sit now. And I don't give a flying rat's butt. But I go into belly dance and next thing you know, they're like, we love all sizes. Everybody's, you know, accepted. We're inclusive, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But funny how they're, you know, everybody who's teaching is skinny and white and every, you know, and, and, and I'm not seeing myself. Right. And then they turn around and say, we're okay. We like all bodies. We love you. To your point, we love your belly. Just wear this. I'm like, but I'm not comfortable showing my belly because I just don't want to. Yeah, like I can be body positive, but I don't have to like. Doesn't mean I'm going to strip naked and dance on the stage. Like, and you can yeah. if you want, but that's part of your own thing. Like, don't mix the two things. 
Yeah. Don't force me into loving my body where I love it enough. Like it's okay. So I've had a lot of weird anyways. Yeah. Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah. I mean, well, and that goes, that goes back to perfectionism. It goes back to meeting yourself where you're at. It also goes back to providing space for people that when they tell you, Hey, that's not where I'm at, believe them and listen to them. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like you do not have to force people. You do not know their lived experience. You do not, they don't know your lived experience. So just meet each other where you are and let them be who they are. Like, don't, it drives me bonkers. Yeah. And, and I think we have to stop saying, God, how many times I've had this said to me, by the way, from women, not men. Oh, you're so brave. I wish I was as confident and body positive as you for being brave. And it's like, you know, this is where I start. Again, I love body positive. There are actually a group of women that I follow in body positivity. And they're truly, I think, doing that because they're really being mindful of what they put out and how they, they, they're thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Um, And they are showing it too. Um, They're not just, I'm inclusive. They're actually, they are showing it and getting out there and doing it. And I think you and I talked about that, like being inclusive doesn't mean you open your studio and sit there and go, well, I'm inclusive. If you want to come, you can come. I'm right here. Why aren't you coming? I think you have to go when you, if you want to be accessible, that means you, you really put it out there, right? You show the diversity and you go to the community about it. And that's the the ones I see doing it right are totally that way, Mm -hmm. right? They've got imagery of diversity and accessibility and stuff. And that that fires me up and I get excited mm-hmm. by that, you know, and I don't know. That's kind of where I see we sit with belly dance. It's like we're mm-hmm. body positive, but when I come to the studio, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, well, like. Well, and that was something that we talked about. I was just like the irony of all of this is that, you know, belly dance touts itself as the you know all ages all sizes all genders all all races and you know but am I seeing that representative no do I I mean I'm short and I'm juicy yeah yeah I'm sorry I don't see any of the major players as short and juicy no and the funny part oh my gosh and then I I know I get it if you're talking about the gig environment right like if you're getting out there now I will argue you, you can create the gigs, right? But if you're oh, yeah. getting hired to do an Egyptian wedding, sure, they don't want, you know, I know, I get it. I get it. You you got to go to your market. But I mean, one thing I have to appreciate when, when I was doing back in Minneapolis, when I was doing Bohemian and beer, like all three of us belly dancers were not, we were pretty diverse in yeah. a lot of different ways. And we had a, a pretty nice following from people who really wanted to see themselves on stage, mm-hmm. you know, and thankfully not many of them came up and said, Oh, you're so brave. They just kind of like enjoyed it. And I yeah. think it's, I think we have to realize like when people say, well, people just want to see skinny people. I'm like, no, they, they actually don't. I've had, I've had a couple gentlemen say, I'm really, you are amazing. Awesome. Blah, 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 blah. They didn't say anything about me losing weight. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. you know, we got to be smart about it and just put it out there and not 
predict what society, just because society is telling us that doesn't mean that everybody believes it. Well, exactly. And also, too, how beautiful would it be to just be like, yeah, that's normal. Well, so that gets, yes. Yeah, you knew you were, yeah. go ahead, Kelly, go for it. You know, I'm chomping already now, here we go. Body normative. Yeah. And that is, bless Lizzo, you want to add somebody to your Instagram who is going to be body positive? I love Lizzo. Lizzo, down, she doesn't, you know, body neutral, body normality. Her thing is like, stop telling me I'm so fucking brave and just make this normal, you know? And I'm like- preach it for God's sake. Like, and it's, it's a big battle, but you've got to start believing that message for yourself that you are normal, you know? Oh, I have 55 inch hips. I'm normal. Like that's, it is normal. Yeah. You know? Uh, Well, and I really like the body acceptance thing. Like, like when, when my body exploded basically and yep. Ooh man, you. I mean, there yep. there were there were some pretty dark moments in there, but I mean, I had to get to a point where it was just kind of like, yep. You know, I got up and I went to work, and I was able to not fall asleep on the couch at eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I accept yeah. that my you know like thank you body, thank you for yeah. getting me through this day. Exactly. Like, there's just like this weird acceptance of like, I have to accept that this is where, this is where I am today. I might be somewhere else tomorrow, but this is where exactly. I am today. Exactly. I mean, and that's, yeah, that's, there's power in it too, right? Yeah. Well, and also too, like the body, the human body is like an amazing machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing yeah it's amazing work of art and everything that it does, you know? So when you start appreciating that, yeah, I think it, I think it becomes a a lot, I think it becomes a lot easier and there's less beratement because also too, I think, and and I'm a, I'm a woman, so I'm only speaking from a woman's point of view, Yeah, yeah. but there's, but there's, but there's a lot of burden that's put, on women especially to be to look and be a certain way I mean I know men get that too with like toxic masculinity and all of that yeah exactly that's another yeah but yeah you know yeah and then that goes back to the self-image of you know that the whole self-image point of like you know am I am I really as I see myself or am I seeing it through the lens of the societal construct exactly and breaking that system breaking that program in the brain is so incredibly hard well, yeah, you really have to peel it back. Like there's so many, I, like this is why there's, this thing is like a rabbit hole you can go down, you know, because yeah. you can get into, you know, like there's really, my my only advice to help you explore this space, like that I've been doing, like how I've mm-hmm. done it. Hey, I've been following a lot of different people again on social media. And there's tons of books about anti-diet, fat phobia. Um, you could even explore how fat phobia is part of white supremacy. There's a book out there about the oh, black yeah. bo- fear of the black body. I mean, go get that in your library and read it and just start realizing like, wow, you're really kind of feeding into the system that you like, again, how am I, how am I applying to this system of white? How do I get rid of this, these systems of oppression when yeah. I'm, I'm adding to it and you can only unadd from it when you start realizing. So, I mean, those yeah. are ways to kind of look at it and start thinking it through like, what am I doing? 
I don't know. Anyways. Well, and spoiler for next show. Yeah. How how capitalism. I mean, the diet industry. Yeah. How many millions of dollars. Yeah. Has no, the, I know. Has the diet industry just siphoned from yeah. people in the and then hopes? We can talk about fat tax. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing too that would be lovely to see. You kind of alluded to it, Kelly, earlier. So mm-hmm. credit back on this one, right? Is like when you go to an event. If you were still, if you and I were still hot, hot wheeling it to belly dance events, right? <laughs> is let's look at who's getting hired to do the teaching who's doing the performing, yeah. who are considered headliners. I mean, there are some beautiful dancers out there that aren't, you know, mm-hmm. the societal norm, right? Yeah. And I think we need to really, I mean, this goes to so many levels, right? I mean, we could talk about race. We could talk about oh yeah, size. We could talk, for me, it's all about size because that's kind of where I have to sit in myself. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many things that we just don't see. And so if we really want to be body positive in belly dance, I think we need to really start making it more seen. Yeah. You know? And there are people out there. Like don't say, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when you say like a business like, well you don't have enough, you know, people diversity in your company. Well I can't find them. They're there. Just look. Yeah. Get out on social media. They exist. You know, they're all sitting there waiting for people to come follow them. Yeah. Well, and we're recording this in October of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the belly dance community is like I'm starting to see workshops on totally on that type of stuff and panels on that type of stuff. And I I listened to one uh, recently. I I want to say that it was um, emerge the future of tribal fusion or the future yeah. of belly dance fusion. I can't remember yeah. exactly how they had yeah, it yeah. titled. Um, but you know, if it was on YouTube, if you get a chance, yep. check it out. I mean, we can also, yep. if it's still there, we could link it in the show notes, but it was great because they were, they were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, how to, how to, how to, how to have more diversity and also to yep. do the dance respectfully, right. which is a whole other conversation. Exactly. I like that. That's a whole other episode. Yep. Which, exactly. we'll, which we'll get to, I'm sure eventually. Exactly. And diversity isn't, uh, I'm not trying to steal this. This isn't what I'm saying. Diversity isn't just color, right? It's yeah. size. Like you said, it's size. It's, you know, gender, sex, it's age, yeah. it's ability. Um, there's so many layers to this. And it's just like, that's why peeling it back. It's, there's a lot of us sitting around like that panel had a lot of diversity in the sense of, I would say probably, what do I want to say? Race, I would say, right. You had a lot of diversity of. Um, yeah. And uh, right? Grayson was on it. Yep. Yes, that's right. So you had some diversity in that capacity, which is great. You know, now we could probably talk about, you just know, so what I'm saying, like, there's just a lot more we can, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot more that can be peeled back, which is why. <laughs> right, right. This is such a massive topic. I know. That's why it gets me going, right? Because see, like, and we're all intersection, intersection it differently, right? Like yeah. I, you know, we all, you and I both intersect differently than they do. Like I, I'm, I'm a white woman, cis, fine, but mm-hmm. in a larger body, right? And yeah, that's kind of... You know, who do I see out there when I go to try to go to an event? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So, yeah, you know, yeah. lovely to see that out there. But yeah. 
anyways. And, but it's yeah. not about me. But it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the well, only yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you and I, and, and this might have been in one of our chats, but, you know, we were talking about how, what is it? Representation. Representa- yes. Representation is everything. And intersectionality yep. is the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because. You know, yeah. we we need these things because there are a lot of different voices out there yeah. and they're just as valid. Yep, and totally. And this isn't totally. to, you know, and this isn't to like, you know, shit on the people who have been successful, who are. In no, that, not at all. You know, no, it's no. just to say, hey, we could yeah. widen the spectrum on this. Exactly. Exactly. Will you include that YouTube video perchance in the in the notes? Um, the the future of the future of fusion. Yeah, yeah. I'll put if, it, if I hope it's still available. I think it's still yeah. out there. But yeah, I will definitely put that in the show notes cool. because cool, cool, cool. I mean, we want to we want to give people as many resources as possible, exactly. and also exactly. cite as exactly. many resources as we can because um, this is a big big thing. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all deal with body positivity in our own way, but I think we have to back to the body positivity side of it. It's just, we've got to, we, gosh, how do I want to say what I'm trying to say? We have to be careful. It doesn't get turned into this commercial rigmarole that it can be. Yeah. So just being mindful of that and yeah. 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 Because, cool. yeah, and I think one of the articles, too, that I had looked at was, and I can nice. link, I can link that one in the show notes, it came via Vox. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it, and it talked about the the commercialism yes. of body positivity and how, like, yeah. all the good stuff about body positivity was robbed yeah, because exactly. of capitalism. Exactly. Which is, you know, exactly. <laughs> which is something I know. else that we're going to talk about because this... As we progress in the episodes, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Hey, and it all intersects. Shocking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So funny. Cool. Well, with I that, feel- do we have anything else to say about that, it? See? That's about it. I put think- a bow on it. Yeah, put a bow on it. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you again for listening. Leslie, thank you for chatting with me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Gil. And I don't know. We'll see everybody next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at the number two broads and a bottle of wine.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the number two broads and a bottle of wine, all one word. Or you can contact us at our email. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at the number two broads and bottle of wine at gmail.com. Until next time, take care.